0: From the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. Don't you wear it,
1: baby. No sis trying to change it. I'm going these
2: matches.
0: Tuesday, March 26, 2019, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios on the ones and twos our illustrious engineer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. Uh, There's somebody else in the room, but I will get to him last. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And joining us from Nashville, Tennessee, author, speaker, podcaster, cowgirl extraordinaire, Annie F. Downs.
3: Good morning, gents.
0: And sitting in for the whole show today, our good friend, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, Brady Toop. Wow. Hey, what's up? How are you, entrepreneur man? Entrepreneur oh, Brady. Good.
1: It's good to be with you guys.
0: He's <laughs> he's a singer, songwriter, podcaster, um, a former professional baseball player, and a former contestant on The Bachelorette.
4: <laughs> unfortunately. Brady Toop. No, don't even
3: say that, Brady. Well, We're, unfortunately, that was so fun.
4: That, that's, that's a watch. card very few people can play. Well, you know,
1: well, there's more
3: than there's. There keeps being more and more people that can play that card. That's by. true.
1: There are some cards that win, and there's others that lose. I'm not sure whether that one won or lost. The, the question is, though, would you ever go on Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> uh that's, <laughs>
4: I don't know if I could talk about that on air. Oh that's true. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> Contractually he can't reveal. Oh I love be, this so much. He will be playing some intense steamy beach volleyball in the very near future no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> There are certain people that would hate me that's if I went a lunch out here, to lunch
4: yeah.
5: So. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're so- <laughs>
0: Interesting. We got a little personal there for a second. Oh I like it. wow! Uh, Brady's <laughs> in town for a couple of days, Jesse. Just literally to hang out, and we hung by the pool, had some hot tub hot takes, and we went to the basketball game last night. That was literally cool. why
4: he's here. Isn't that fun? Cool. I appreciate I appreciate the invite, down guys. Like a really, really hey, good that's time. two
3: weeks in a row, there, pal. That somebody in this family got left out. So get used <laughs> to it. But and here's
4: the thing, Brady. I'm glad you got to experience of the game. I'm glad you got some some good soak time in the tub, but in um... <laughs> the hot tub. Just just so to be clear, tough. but but before yeah yeah I don't know there's I don't have a two person that's not yeah there's all, a jacuzzi it's like a it's a deep jacuzzi it's not weird at all it's very deep um, <laughs> no but Brady we you, you and I were talking before it started and I was like Cameron did, did you know were you, was he really let him have it at the game last night and Brady you said you sat quietly most of the game yeah, and he did. what you know Cameron sat quietly. No, 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 Brady, Brady. said quietly. Oh. quietly. So, so Brady, you're, you're a competitive guy. You're, 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 uh, you know, a former pro athlete. You played yeah. At the, yeah, that's right? true. The, Maybe that's the, why the, you the, said the quietly. Because you should be the most competitive person. Sitting there, floor side, but you you more like to just intimidate people with with your eyes. Oh, stop that- it!
1: You know <laughs> I was mostly just interested in watching the Godfather over here do his work, uh, Mr. kevin sure. Hey, the best moment is he starts talking smack to uh, Jimmy Butler because yeah, Butler easy. he he went baseline and he took a few steps. He and looked like he walked, might he might hold have on, traveled. Hold on. He, he walked nine steps <laughs> and then got fouled and he did he but
0: they
4: didn't call the travel. Before they didn't call the, the, the foul. travel.
1: So Jimmy Butler's he's shooting free throws. And I mean, we're we're 15 feet away. You know, yeah. we're 20 yeah. feet away yeah. right there.
4: You're you're an awkward distance away. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: For and Cameron, human interaction. Exactly. Cameron starts talking smack. And he goes, Jimmy, you know you traveled. You know you traveled. I was like, I was like Jimmy Butler does not deserve these free
0: throws. He conned the refs. They are under his spell. Jimmy starts no, talking No, that's up. what you're Oh, he starts laughing. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and Jimmy starts laughing. <laughs> Jimmy looks throw. over and he cracks his yeah. smile and he makes a free throw. And he looks over again. He smiles and he makes a second free throw. Yeah. I'm like, that a boy. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, I've, right I've never eye.
4: played I've never played in the NBA uh, that's it's, it's a shock to a lot of listeners Wait, uh, what? I'm confessing that right now yeah. but I will say this, is it ever not disorienting when someone just says casually your first name, like in relatively close proximity, like if you're at the airport, someone's like Cameron, Annie Brady, yeah. like yeah. You, 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 you turn you look it. around, it's so right. disorienting. Yeah. You <laughs> well, know it's that's,
0: like, that's my sole strategy with the refs. I call them by name, first name only. Yeah, Aaron, and and like, and I'll tell him what I think about the call that he missed, and you know, Aaron, I, you get Aaron's attention that way. Wait, know? is it really
3: a ref named Aaron? That is not a very Last NBA night. ref name. Jim, I expected Jim. I don't expect Last an night, Aaron.
0: Our crew was Aaron, Mike, and Jemima. I think <laughs> you pronounce it Jemima. That's I'm not not his sure. No, no. I'm pretty Eastern sure it was Eastern European. Not. And it's Jedimimas or Jemima or something. I just <laughs> called him Jemima all
4: night. There's something weird though. If you if you, know, if you, you like use someone's first name as a qualifier to yeah. say something that would otherwise be very inappropriate, it's just okay. Like if someone's <laughs> driving down the road, like, "Hey, you're driving like a maniac." Yeah. Like it's like, oh, you know, chill out. But it's almost like Jesse, you're driving like a Media. That sounds like a concerned friend. Yeah. Like yeah, if you you're say right. Jeff, if you, I, if you're I not said, wrong, Jess. <laughs> hey, literally just qualify by the first name and they're like, this person cares about me. This isn't just a random insult. I got a, right.
1: I got a better story. So I played okay. baseball oh. in the SEC and we were traveling and we were at Texas AM. And I don't know if you guys ever seen, any, like, been to a sports event at Texas A&M, but they are crazy. The students, yeah. everybody's nuts. So we're playing, and, and it's texting them. They have they've got like cheers for everything. There's a foul ball, you know, and they've got whoop, when it comes down. This kind of thing. Well, they do research on the players, and so <laughs> yeah. let's say you you walk, you get, you get a single, you're on first base. They know from your Facebook, they know who your who your girlfriend is, what your mom's name oh, is, no. they know who your ex girlfriend is, oh, and they that's no. more than hey Brady. Oh what's, no. no, they go. Your ex girlfriend? Why does she not with you anymore? What'd you do, Brad? Oh, you know, my. it's oh, wow. crazy.
0: Oh, that's next.
4: That's level. next level.
3: Only A and M,
4: Texas A and M.
3: That's so surprising. Oh, Brady, y-
4: you and I have talked about this. I think we talked about it in Montana, but I think we were in college around the same time. And Arkansas, used to regularly play my college, OU <laughs> uh, or <Oral> Robert's <laughs> University in Tulsa. And, you know, a lot of people don't know this, too. I was pretty involved in the baseball program, too. Now, my job was to man the garbage cans at the stadium during games. But still, (laughs) (laughs) we all did our part. We all did our part. And I will say this. I hated Arkansas games. We hated you just as equally. They were filthy. Like your fans with hot dogs. It was like it was like they had robbed five 7-Elevens on the road trip. I have never seen that number of spicy big bite, discarded big bites just littered throughout the stadium. It was a nightmare cleanup. Wait, you really
3: cleaned up after baseball games,
4: Jesse? Yeah, I took tickets. I was tickets, and when the tickets are done, you got to go. Someone's got to do it, Annie. Someone <laughs> that was <laughs> this is my job in college. Servant we leadership, pretty chill. servant leadership, right there. Wow. that's amazing. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't do it for free. It wasn't like I like volunteered for it. I so was... maybe that's why subconsciously
0: you didn't yell and heckle last night because you have been on the other side oh, of man. it and you see them as humans, not as just objects to yell at.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah as right. Human dignity. dignity. That's weird.
1: Has lost <laughs> that's their weird, right. years exactly. ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my my whole thing is no no they're basketball players. I can yell at them. They are not people. They're not real humans with
1: dreams and fears and same with reality, reality TV yeah. right? Reality TV they're not real humans. We can no. say whatever we want about them. Yeah. Oh. We can.
0: Oh. See Brady's crossing
1: the, the what's the, hey, the they, fourth wall. This or whatever. is a deep wound. This is you're just hitting deep wounds inside <sighs> of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
4: the two people, deepest wound? Were people right were people
0: terrible
1: online at you after the Bachelor? Was Bachelorette
3: like the magnified version of Texas A&M? Like it kind of a million. was. It
1: really, it really was. You, you know what I did learn? I learned how much I care about what people think about me. Oh, good or really bad. bad. So if it was really good, I got really, you know, really elevated. And if it was really bad, I went, oh, I'm the worst. So I realized, you know, you got to find a little deeper center to live from than that.
0: You honestly, yeah. knowing you from afar, uh, it seems like the kind of BCAD moment of your personal journey was the bachelorette it was you were one life before that show yes. and you're on a different journey after that show
1: oh 100 i mean was it? A, so was it a good thing for you was it a good experience it was a painful traumatic beautiful exciting adventure mm. uh-huh. all the things all of them put in a blender and multiply by a million. So wow. I think I had to do some serious work after that show. Hmm. I had, I, I went to counseling. I got a life coach. I started reading books. Is it Carmen? Is your life coach Carmen? He does life coaching. <laughs> 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 yes. But hey, you got to do You got to do the, do the work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, if anybody
0: knows. Um, what, what, who better
4: to, he's a uh, life uh, coach. He's yeah, he got recently. married at like 63. The yeah. man who, who knows how to, to bachelor, life coach. A, yeah. a bachelor then Christianity's greatest bachelor.
0: Oh, Carmen, <laughs> you know, you are, you are on a similar path. He was hey, a bachelor
4: until 63. You're 37. Oh, please. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Ouch. That's a low blow. And look, yeah. guess what? Everything turned out okay for Carmen. He that's is right. still touring church parking lots around. (laughs) (laughs) I I have to knock you down a peg
0: because hanging out with Brady, going to restaurants, the stuff like that. If you're hanging out with a guy who's such an Adonis, he was cast on The Bachelorette. You are chopped liver (laughs) sitting next to him. Like all the women in the restaurant are looking at Brady tubes. They're all swooning. And so I just had to knock him down a peg. Sorry about that, man. Yeah, it's okay. It's one way to handle a,
3: your insecurities, Cameron. There are other ru- ways. but it's That's one ruffy. way. <laughs> public public <laughs> <Thank> you, shaming <laughs> is how I make
4: myself feel better sure. about myself. L- okay. Listen, listen, Annie. We've all learned, and I learned this from my my life coach, who's myself. And I told myself. <laughs> I was
3: hoping. I was hoping. <laughs>
4: The best way to feel better about myself is to make someone else feel worse about themselves. Mm. <laughs> it's easy. It's math. It is yeah. math. It's like it's Oprah. It's a secret. It's a yeah, whole yeah, yeah. universe Minus one, thing, plus
0: one. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Hey, Annie, how was your mental vacation last week? We missed you on the show.
3: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was great. I mean, I. What did it, you do? I was not to do anything because my doctor literally put me on like bed rest.
0: What? Um, oh, I thought yeah. you were just like doing a Sabbath thing.
3: No, 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 no. I was like, well, I everybody should schedule vacation in their life. What also happened is that as that was coming around, I was having a lot of migraines. I went to my doctor and she said, um, no more flying, no more working until we get your migraines under control. Because they were I mean, mine aren't as bad as Jesse's, but mine are they were very frequent. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I was so bored. You guys, you cannot imagine no computer, oh. no phone. I could only read and lay in bed and lay on the couch. I was like, that's what the doctor said. Yes. That's,
1: that's a seventh like worst th- nightmare. Yeah. I uh, thank you for
3: knowing it. You man. know, oh. you know, I can only leave my house once a day. And so I would like, oh, it was, yeah, it was really you, hard. But
0: was this a court ordered thing? Or did you break a law that you didn't tell us about? Because that sounds Uh-oh. like house arrest.
3: I wish it felt like house arrest. Um, wow. So we're getting we're getting better and going to the doctor again next week and MRIs and all that kind of stuff and it's gonna be fine. But well, well was, don't
0: I, listen to the podcast you missed because I didn't know that it was a serious medical thing. I kind of made flippant comments about your mental vacation, so oh, I'm cool. very yeah 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 sorry. Great. super <laughs> very. So sorry. everyone
3: listening knows that your my friendship is on a tight line right now, and I don't know.
1: Yeah okay. <laughs> Sensitive Cameron over here. I, I was having to knock I, you down a why pack. would you make it in front of someone for going on
3: vacation? <laughs> I wasn't
5: making it PS. funny.
0: No, no, no. I was I was not. I was just telling I was explaining Annie, Annie, I briefly act- why you weren't on the show. I was like, oh, well, Annie's taking like a mental vacation this week. Like she's, yeah, you know, but true. I didn't know that it was like doctor-ordered or or court-ordered, maybe. I called
4: yes, it, call it more of a hard staycation because a soft <laughs> staycation right. that's is what like did. I'm hanging, but I'm still getting errands done around the house. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no. I mean, I've been meaning to get that registration taken care of and get that vanity plate that I thought up, you know? know, like I'll take care of that this week. No, it was the hard. It was like nothing's happened in here. Now Brady, you know, in. I mean,
3: everybody, when people would ask me how I was, I would just say, I'm so bored. I'm yes. so bored. Board. Someone rescue me from just being here. Yes.
4: Ah. What was on the table? <laughs> were, people <laughs> allow,
0: were people allowed to visit you? I mean, could you have friends over?
3: No, I got to leave once a day. So I would go to a meal or go on a walk or do something once a day with a friend. You come but back on a 10 normal staycation for Annie, the fun thing to me is all day long, I'm with people. I'm like popping from friend to friend to friend to thing mm-hmm. to thing to thing. And that was not my story last week.
4: Did you do like a big thousand piece puzzle of like a Thomas Kincaid? I did get a puzzle. Yes, I did do a puzzle.
3: (laughs) It was not a Thomas Kincaid though. It was um it was a painting of a park here in Nashville.
0: Were were you allowed to journal? Because you are a professional author, so that's kind of work.
3: Yes. Well, no. (laughs) I did. I did journal. I did still read. I could still like use my eyeballs. I just couldn't put it toward work.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Your journals turn into books, don't they? (laughs)
3: No, your journals turn into my books. That's the difference. I take your journals and make them into my books. No, no, no. So we're going to be fine. And it was good. I mean, vacation's good. It's good to not think about work for a little bit. But man, the Monday after, it's like everybody's been lining up what they need from you. And everybody needs it on Monday. Brutal.
4: I, 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 at 12.01... Mo- Sunday night slash uh, Monday morning, I hit up Annie and ask her to borrow forty dollars. <laughs> you ask everything. I'm in a jam. I'm in a jam. I owe money to the wrong kind of people, and <laughs> right. Annie hadn't been doing anything all week. She's you know hadn't been eating out, so maybe she could that's slide right. a few. Maybe
3: she's got her. <laughs> I, don't mind. Mind. I don't know how much that
4: puzzle set you back, but it sounds like a pretty someone it like for
3: someone. My friend Heather bought it for me and left it outside my door. <laughs> now, I'm not gonna lie, it
4: sounds like a pretty lame puzzle. Puzzle sounds like a discount <laughs> <wrap> puzzle. <laughs> not, not, not yeah. a cool statue of yeah. liberty. She was at Home Goods, d- yeah, yeah. It was one yeah. of the irregular puzzles. Yeah. It's one, yeah. it's one when you like when your family rents a beach house that they just that's just left there, you yeah, know? like someone just left it for the it's missing day. like two pieces, yeah. but you don't yeah. know that. I heard until Bianca you've was
3: on and she was awesome though. So, oh,
4: Bianca was great,
3: yeah, yeah. No, Bianca was great. We talked reality
4: TV, so
0: you know, oh, good, something. Did you ask her dating
3: question? She's an expert on dating.
0: She did allude to the fact that her dream is to be the uh, celebrity matchmaker that, yeah. that had that Bravo show, matchmaker. like, yep. yeah, the millionaire matchmaker. Yep. Like that's her dream. She did talk about yep. that,
4: and, yeah, I mean, and then I, I saw I on Twitter could a lot of this. <gasps>
0: that's true,
4: Brady and you, you, Bianca. You're, you're essentially a master of romance. Is that fair or oh, unfair? No, I feel no, like that's a the, true Everybody who goes
1: on that show, The Bachelor, Bachelorette, they act your complete completely tragic in the realm of romance <laughs>
4: which is why <laughs> it's like we want to film this exactly that makes you as a tv matchmaker even better because i want a matchmaker <laughs> who it's a whiff every time and the people are terrible for because each you other. feel good about yourself you know you go yeah, hey so that's, that's right, right. That's right. right. Man, at least my days as horrible as this awkward couple that's you know having to do pottery before dinner or whatever oh do. my god
5: <laughs> <laughs> they always make him do, they make them do some dinner? activity.
4: They ever watch those shows? They always yeah. make him do some activity you'd never want to do that just looks awful. You know, like painting ceramics or something. You got to do a craft Are you talking about before dinner. No, yeah. no, no, like the match like matchmaker show. Yeah. Oh,
3: yes, yes, yes. like You got like, to
0: go do an activity date and then you do a dinner date. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always you know, awkward. Know. Hey, uh we have a great show coming up. Uh, <laughs> Later, Tadashi joins us to to talk about his new album Never Fold, and uh, also how Christians should approach tragedy in their own lives. Uh, His story is crazy; it's so sad. He lost his very young son a few years ago, and this album talks a lot about that. And he talks about that with on the show later. So make sure to tune in for that. Well, this was a long opener. We've been getting you know catching up with Annie and getting to know Brady a little bit. So let's do this. Let's take a break. Stay tuned. Coming up next, slices.
1: I never go back no 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 I never
5: go I never go back I never go back no 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 I never go I never go back I never go back
0: Listening to Dennis Lloyd' song as is as "Never Go Back." At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Cage the Elephant with "Ready to Let Go." Well, today's show is brought to you by Blinkist. Being able to practice mindfulness every day is something we all want to achieve, and sometimes it can be hard when we're overwhelmed with work and other aspects of life. There's an app I highly recommend, which might help you be more mindful every day. It's called Blinkist. It's uh, the only app that takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down to just about 15 minutes so you can read or listen to them. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of the books quickly without reading the entire thing. With an audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish four books a day while you're on the go. Eight million people are using Blinkist right now and it has a massive and growing library from self-help to business, health, to history books and a lot more. You can easily listen to the car and get great recommendations on what to read next. Uh, The most, let's see, the most popular books right now uh, and like the most read in mindfulness and happiness category include The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. It's a classic. The Four Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss and Start With Why by Simon Sinek. There's a lot of good stuff on Blinkist. Check it out. Right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash relevant to start your seven day trial for free. That's B L I N K I S T dot com slash relevant to start your free seven-day trial all right it's time for slices
4: what do you have jesse all right well i actually have a twofer but they're related and so uh, you always have a twofer you don't don't even need to announce that anymore you always have a twofer (laughs) it doesn't matter but they are related and i would like to discuss (laughs) them both and okay so both of these have to do with judges right like, people who sit in courtrooms and, 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 and dictate verdicts, which I think is a very cool job. It's a very high-pressure job, but it's very cool. And it also translates well to TV. I, I love judge shows. Judge shows are the best. Um, uh, but there's a guy in Estonia. So the, the uh, Estonia Ministry of Justice is experimenting with a new program right now that they're actually, like, in Estonia, 22% of the population works for the government. That's, like, a huge number. Um and so it it costs the country a bunch of money to like employ, you know, a fifth of the almost a fourth of the population to work in government. So they've been using AI artificial intelligence to uh basically streamline a lot of these government jobs and they recently started experimenting in the Ministry of Justice with a robot judge. So this is a what? a this is a judge who is like a computer. And for small civil claims that are under like $8,000, you can go and take someone to court. So, you know, let's say, Brady, these oh Arkansas Razorback fans, uh, you know, got really <laughs> rowdy and, you know, stained a glorious picture of Eli the Golden Eagle with chili from spicy big bites from, <laughs> from their road trip up to up to Tulsa. Okay. I'm not saying that didn't happen, of, but saying, it's most specific. certainly dead it most certainly <laughs> did. <laughs> and let's say for some reason this was gonna be prosecuted in Estonian jurisdiction. I for reasons that are unclear. Sure. We we would both like submit these in paperwork. This robot would like, you know, determine all the facts and especially for stuff that when it comes down to like contract disputes, like that's how they're initially piloting this program. The robot would intake all the facts and it would determine a verdict. You don't even need to see a real judge. You can see a robot judge, which I think is really cool. And it seems like an official it seems like, you know, justice is blind at that point. Right. Like a robot seems like they would be able to. You know, uh, have some objectivity. Like if they're an Arkansas Razorback fan, which is highly <laughs> doubtful, you know, that won't come into the vernacular. <laughs> obviously they're a big ORU oh, baseball fan. Right. Uh, the, um, but. The here, okay. Here's my other, the other part of my slice is a different story. Here's what we lose with robot judges. We get objectivity. (laughs) We get fair judgments. We get, you know, the infallibility of, of, uh, of an algorithm that is always self-improving based on past results. But what we get is one of my favorite things, and that's creative justice. (laughs) When a judge who probably isn't even allowed to do this decides to tack on something weird. Just to like, just to really make the perp pay and make him think twice. Okay, so this story comes to us from Hawaii again. I don't even think this. I listened to the latest seri- season of serial and there was yeah. like a judge who was, who was like issuing creative justice sentences. And, and Sarah Coney's like, just for the, just for, uh, you know, listener's sake, this is a hundred percent not legal and judges have no legal authority to do this, but they do it anyway. <laughs> and I think it's great. I think we need more of it. Here's what this judge in Hawaii is did. So, uh, there was a 21 year old. Who uh, <laughs> had stolen his cousin's car and he got pulled over by police and he told the officers that, uh, you know, his cousin let him borrow the car. And that was a big lie. And he said, listen, my cousin let me borrow the car because I was really thirsty and I really needed some Pepsi. It's my favorite drink. Uh, You know, a rock (laughs) solid alibi for committing grand larceny. So the judge, the judge, you know, the, the the police called the cousin. It wasn't true. He stole the car from his cousin for his Pepsi run. All right. So the judge, you know, the kid spent, I say kid, 21 years old, you know, spent seven days in jail. The judge issued him probation. But here, here is the real punishment. The judge said that you are not allowed to drink Pepsi for four years. Wow. <laughs> How
3: will you ever keep up with that?
4: Yeah. Can't I do that. I don't know. I don't know if you have to do like drug testing for Pepsi intake, but, <laughs> but I think that's a great judgment. Like, I, I mean, seven days in jail would be no fun. probation would be a big hassle, but four years is a really long time without Pepsi, and I guarantee you they're, I guarantee you, they're thinking twice before stealing a car because they got to think of what comes next at that point. <laughs> you know what other joy in my life will be deprived from me by the justice system? So Annie, you and I were talking about this before the show started. Are you more in favor of like Estonia, where they have robots? Just churning out, quote unquote, most certainly fair uh, judgments <laughs> based on facts and, quote unquote, what the law permits. Sure. Or do you like rogue judges like this cat in Hawaii who's taking people's Pepsi away just to send a yeah. message?
3: I, which, think which are you who, for? I think anyone who stops people from consuming Pepsi products is doing the right thing by the world. So come on. We're Coke people, I, not Pepsi here's, people here, anyway.
4: Here's my here's my. Brady, what are your thoughts on this? You look like you well, have Brady's very got strong thoughts. opinions For about sure he's this. Got thoughts.
1: I think Pepsi needs to file a lawsuit against the judge. That's what I
4: think. Oh, yeah. oh interesting. I mean, oh. that's intense. That's, that's, intense. A take. That's, a normal. Normal. that's a hot take I'm right, a right there. Listen, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what Double Jeopardy is, but that sounds like Double Jeopardy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's legal. I don't think that's legal, Brady. I'm sorry. From my understanding of Je- Double Jeopardy, which is nothing, which is that it was a book about The law, right? You know, by by John Grisham, I don't think that's legal. So I'm sorry, that's (laughs) That's stupid. stupid. I think that is so
3: strange, but I still am all for a judge doing what doing. I'd rather have a human judge. What's your take, though, Jesse? I know you've been. My take is
4: this: you should get the choice. My my hypothetical world is like if you're a criminal and you know you did it, like, and you can either have the robot dole out the sentence or you get a judge that's going to think of something weird, then I would take the judge because, I mean, again, I feel like it would like shape me better as a human. Like, let's say, let's say I rammed into your car, Brady, and I didn't have an was driving without insurance and and I could either be fined and have to pay you to fix your car or the judge would be like, or you can pull him around in a rickshaw, you know, (laughs) until... I would take the rickshaw. I would get in oh. shape. We'd probably get to know each other a little bit better because I'm pulling you around all day. And I'm I just feel like it's a more a effective judgment. What yeah. an interesting thought, Jesse.
3: Who needs Ubers when you could just take a rickshaw around Nashville? <laughs> it, all
4: right. I think this is a reality TV show. It's, it's a, you have a robot on one side and you have a person like me with no training in the law on the other <laughs> that just shoots from the hip. You know, no, you know straight talk, straight tough talk. <laughs> making people cry all the time in there. That's, that's what I think the justice system needs. The
0: problem problem with the robot thing is like, I mean, like in the U S right now, there's a big conversation about criminal justice reform because like sentencing guidelines are just extreme for, you know, like disproportionately targeting minority communities and things like that. I mean, you can just look at it where it's like, wait, why would this drug, you know, the, the the sentencing between like cocaine and crack, right? You know, Mm -hmm. like it's the same drug, but different audiences and the crack sentences are insane and the cocaine ones are slap on the wrist. It's like I, the robot would have a problem. The robot, you know what I mean? If the yes. law is flawed, did you say the, robot? The, the he, the <laughs> he did say
3: robot. He <laughs> did say
0: robot. But like if the law is flawed, and so you'd have to make sure that your, your justice system laws and your sentencing guidelines are perfect, right? And fair. And then the robot, can, fine, spit it out because it's just implementing what's fair. But in the U S that's not the case. You have to go with, the, Jesse's second choice which is just shooting from the hip judges who are going to do whatever they feel like
1: hey yeah. I read a book one time they did this research study on, on judges was I it think. called Double Jeopardy <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> they did this research study on judges and, and it was this thing where early in the morning or up until like 11 o'clock the, the judges more lenient? they were more lenient
0: <laughs> <because> <laughs> and then they get hangry after that they get
1: hangry they, they <laughs> drink co- coffee caffeine and sugar and they have the sugar high and in the afternoon they're at the sugar crash and they actually hand out stiffer penalties
0: the you know the robot never never would do that. Never. So again,
3: that I'm, was uh, true when I taught elementary school too. To be honest, the afternoons, <laughs> more you, kids, you, went the really? to the kids more the trouble in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah. I like Brady's I like Brady's idea of a robot yeah. and, and it's like it's like, you know, you you definitely caught you for shoplifting. Your sentence is you have to you have to wear a pop collar for the rest of the year. No, no, no. Please, oh, please no. send me to jail. No. I look like a big jerk. Please.
5: I don't want to do that. And were, it's like it's like, you know, you
4: you, you that was reckless driving. You're go you're going 75 miles an hour in a forty-five. Robots has issued your your sentence. Hey, but you, it's also. You, you are forced to wear axe body spray. <laughs> please, God, no, please, please, God, no.
1: It's also got to be in the voice of a Southern California surfer. It's like, yeah. bro, yeah. you got to wear the axe body spray. No, you axe body spray for a year, no! two and a half years. Hey, have please. you guys played the accent game? Have you guys played this game? No, what? Oh, this accent game is incredible. If you've what? not played it, you got to play it. I forget what it's called, but it, it's basically, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like like apples to apples, right? Okay. Where you yeah. everyone picks a card and then and so what you pick is a is a is a card about an accent and that you gotta do. And so one of them and then is like you have surfer. to guess what
0: accent you're doing.
1: No, well everyone has to do the surfer accent. And the person who oh. picked the card has to pick their favorite one. Oh, so you okay. so you read your cards like, you know, bro bro Gotta Robot. Do. <laughs> Robot 2000. Exactly. So. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's incredible. You see sides yeah. of uh, people in your family and friends that you've never actually seen their personality come out. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, What's your
3: yeah. favorite
0: party game, Annie? I think
1: you'd have many.
3: Okay, this is going to be very surprising to all three of you. I and Chandler, who's invisible, but there. Um, <laughs> I don't like games. I don't like party, like game nights. That's like not my thing ever.
0: Mm. I'm shocked. Because it's superficial because wow. it's like forced I'm, interactions you would rather just like let's hang out and like laugh and so oh, I, yeah, i'd rather and, and
3: so i end up i'm i'm the one who's not fun <laughs> <a little. laughs>
0: yeah
3: right yeah. so i get i get not i'm not fun i don't enjoy it yeah. so i don't have a good answer for this i play oh. a game called code sometimes with one of my oh, groups I like of that friends
1: name. oh that's a good game
3: yeah, yeah with the hodges you know the hodges i think david and mm-hmm. um kate mm-hmm. and i put pl- we sometimes we play code names that's about the only Game, I'm so sorry. I know it's disappointing. Just not a gamer,
4: just not a gamer. No. Well, I think I'm going to turn RoboT into a game. I'm going to figure out okay. a way to. It's too good of an idea. It's too good of an idea of a show, Brady. And you, you can be mm-hmm. my co-executive producer. Like someone's like, you know, you've been found guilty of aggravated assault. <laughs> Your sentence: you must go to three Dave Matthews Band <laughs> <laughs> Just take me away. <laughs> Robot, no. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> they drag you out. They drag you out, throw you in the back of a Jeep Wrangler, and, and pull you to the Here's your Nalgene bottle.
5: No, please.
2: Here's your repeaters
5: on your belt.
0: <laughs>
4: this is humiliating. In, please. Someone will see me. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse, I have uh, a life yeah. is good sticker on the air. This is humiliating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesse, uh, at the time of taping this show, brobot.com is available.
3: <gasps> get oh, it. Wow,
4: get that's surprising, I'm going to sell this to Netflix too.
3: <laughs> we should to totally get, get it. We need brobot.com. We need brobot.biz is what we need because that's yeah. the yeah. one that always makes me think yeah. of y'all. It's the bizes? <laughs>
4: yeah of instead of instead of like an electric chair it's like a salon chair that they strap you in and frost your tips against your will please oh my god please no <laughs> <laughs> please <move> on, no
5: <laughs> have some mercy there's
4: like the victim's family is like standing behind the plane of glass like witnessing the frosting you know <laughs> right <laughs> justice is being served it's not pretty instead of, instead of putting pretty. you in handcuffs
0: after the sentence they put a shell necklace around your neck you know? yeah <laughs> <a shell>. yeah <laughs> mm. <laughs> Girls, oh man! Please, all please right. What you
4: mercy, Pot. <laughs> what do you have, Annie? Not okay, a tribal so, tattoo. Please, <laughs> No. <laughs>
3: Jesse. Never let yeah, it die, Jesse. He
4: never let it die.
1: He
3: doesn't. He doesn't. Ready? You've really signed up for a thing here. um Okay, so last year when I was in Alaska, we drove by a Blockbuster, and my assistant and I were both like what a blockbuster and they were the hosts that were with us were laughing and kind of saying yeah like they're supposedly the only ones left in like anywhere but it's not true you guys because the last blockbuster in the world is in portland oregon or sorry is in bend oregon right now because
0: the alaska one's finally closed shop I, I, heard, ones I heard about the Alaska ones because I was like, okay, that makes sense up there. You know, they don't have like fast internet to stream right. stuff. So they still got to go old school. I right. remember the Alaska ones and then they finally closed up shop. And so now there is right. only one left.
3: Well, so there was one left in Oregon and then there was one left in Australia as hmm. of a month ago. And the one in Oregon. Okay. So the whole blockbuster went bankrupt in 2010. Yeah, and then kind of left all the stores to man themselves, and like all the franchises to decide for themselves, and they, so they just kind of get they die off one at a time. Well, this one is still lasting, and all the computer system is the same, so they have to use floppy disks like on the computers to read to restart the computers. No. They don't have any new movies, so all the movies are from 2010. You're
0: lying. I am not. not Why would I make up such a thing? See, I would have thought, I mean, it's an independently owned and operated store. You would think that the store owner would still be buying new movies. So
3: what he, so what has he has done is they've they've turned it almost into like a, um, a tourist trap, a tourist trap is what I want to say, but,
0: um, (laughs) like a time capsule thing. Like it's like a spectacle now. It's uh, a,
3: cake Yes. This
1: used to be a thing. (laughs) Yes. And
3: they buy, they have sweatshirts and t-shirts. And now because the one in Australia closed, their shirts literally say last blockbuster on the planet. And they are selling like crazy. It's making them a ton of money because people will just drive by to show their kids that to, to walk inside and see like time capsule. What are the movies that you can still rent? And they also say that people mail them. Boxes of VHS's and they put out the good ones.
4: Wow. I heard about a guy that stole a copy of Speed 2 Cruise Control from that, from that uh, blockbuster. From that very store. Robot. Robot a- gave him a sentence. Bailiff, <laughs> bring out the cargo shorts. <laughs> no! Please, no! <laughs> <Not> <laughs> cargo shorts! <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, I remember in
0: 2008 and 9, I lived in... Uh, I lived like around the block from a blockbuster and I would walk over there all the time and buy the previously viewed ones, you know, because they'd be like five buck movies right. you know? and yeah. they were great and i just came across a box i was finally like i'm finally fully moving into my house and i'm finally going through some boxes that hadn't been gone through and i opened one and it was like all these dvds that had like the blockbuster sleeves on them still you know and it was yeah. all these movies from like 2009 you know it was it was nostalgia but, that is yeah. the
3: full experience if you go to the store in bend oregon i mean the sweatshirts they're making a killing because the sweatshirts are 40 dollars and people are buying them, and the t-shirts are twenty dollars. And the woman who owns it, the wife of the family who owns it, she like knits yellow and blue hats, like beanies <laughs> to wear, and they sell those too. I mean, it's the strangest. We've got to go.
4: We have to go. Ben, uh, we have to go see it. But Isn't going to Blockbuster be for fun, Oregon. though. It used to be like, oh, let's, yeah, totally. I'll go to Blockbuster, pick out a flick for tonight, you know? Right. And, and you felt like so much. I felt like I watched more movies, weirdly, when there was Blockbusters. Because if I rented one, I'm watching it. Even if it's terrible, well, I made it, the effort to go. But now I'll... I'll did I'll, you rewind
3: I'll, him, Jesse? I bet you did it.
4: Hey, that's so much... That's someone else's job. I'm not doing <laughs> a blockbuster <laughs> block job. For I them.
3: knew you were never kind and rewound. I knew. What's
4: that it. about kindness? This is economics, Andy. that's that's <laughs> like it's. I told you about the the robots that go retrieve the grocery charts carts out in there. They're stealing somebody's job. You can just have a full time <laughs> rewinder and help the economy.
0: That's why I litter in a parking lot. I, I it's that's like why hey, why not? Oh, I'm sure. employing somebody. Somebody has to come pick up my trash. That guy now has gainful employment. If I don't, then he doesn't have anything to do. They don't hire him. So, yeah. I don't litter I do. on the side of the road, but in a parking lot. No, I'm kidding. I mean, same thing on the I know, Brady
3: is, interstate. like, cringing at you saying all that.
4: I, I don't do same on Same thing interda- on the interstate. Just a whole bag of Wendy's right out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how, but that helps the economy. Actually, yeah, I actually got pulled over for that one time. Did you? <laughs> they sent me to BroBot. They sent me to BroBot, and... Uh, you're stupid! Please, no, not the affliction T-shirt. Is that affliction? Is it affliction? No! I'll never win again. <laughs> the punishment
5: doesn't match the crime. <laughs> the it's bedazzled. The- <laughs> His shirt is bedazzled. I won't wear it.
0: Uh, oh man! I did see. I was at. I was at a restaurant the other day, and I saw a guy who a very a very. He spends a lot of time in the gym, and he was wearing yeah. white <laughs> jeans that were boot cut. And had bedazzled designs on, on the back yeah, pockets. The and back I was like, pocket. oh, that still exists. Look at that. I wonder what you know, he did. I, wonder what he maybe, maybe, I didn't even realize to, maybe he was sentenced to that. You know, yeah. maybe
4: that wasn't <laughs> oh, his choice. Cameron, you know? that's a great point. The way you're describing those jeans, he must maybe have Maybe he heard. lost the
1: buckle challenge. Yeah, yeah. did you guys guys ever do that? No. Where you got the buckle challenge is you walk in and you got to be able to touch the back wall before one of the buckle people come up to you. You know, the buckle is like a like a American store, very aggressive, right? So if you can touch the back wall before they say something to you. You win. But if you lose, maybe you gotta buy a pair of the bedazzled jeans or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
3: gosh, Brady, I'm gonna play this in every place I go to for the rest of my life. That's the kind of game I can get behind. Try to touch the back wall before anybody talks to you. Totally. That's hysterical.
1: I mean, and they oh. get you they get you like two steps before oh, yeah. you walk into the store usually. So it's hard. Yeah. I mean you really <laughs> oh, gotta work. Brady, yeah, time, the time when you're you home, let's, let's just go to
3: every store in Green Hills Mall and see <laughs> yeah. if we can do it. There there are
4: cool Yeah, before you you're one foot in the door and they've already like signed. <laughs> Shoe on your feet for yeah, exactly. a buckle credit card, exactly. But Cameron, the way you're describing those white jeans with the yeah. bedazzled back pocket, yeah. the <laughs> only thing I can think of that guy must have committed multiple murders to be wearing those pants. Like, <laughs> That's that right. sounds awful. That is a very big punishment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guy's a serial killer.
3: Or it was an afternoon punishment for a very small crime. The person, the judge was just hangry. That's the other <laughs> That's option. Right.
0: There you go. Um, okay, uh, bringing a slice
1: because he's a full-on cast member today. What do you have, Brady? Well. Jesse was talking about his two for one. This is actually a three for one for him because he he sent me this article. He goes, "Hey man, we're doing slices," <laughs> and I said, "Okay, <laughs> let's do this." Brady, so spe-
3: people that are listening are used to this because they know that Jesse's like the slice czar. But he, he bosses is. all the slices, he knows He's they a know. slice I, guru. I also
4: said, Hey, Brady, at some point casually bring up the word robot. I got some good material I've <laughs> <to laughs> sitting, it. sitting on it. I've sitting on it. A lot of brobot material. Good work know, on that, man. by the way.
1: It's very natural. <laughs> oh my God. So speaking of movies, Blockbuster, you guys remember our nineties star of the decade, Keanu Reeves? Oh yeah. Oh, sure, I certainly. Mean, speed. Matrix all right. of them so apparently recently he was on a flight from San Francisco to LA and they had to make an emergency landing in Bakersfield California. oh wow so I don't know what happened, but apparently people were pretty freaked out there was some kind of mechanical thing and they had to wow. they had to land at an airport I mean, that It's
0: wa- like a 45 minute flight so I mean something oh, yeah. had to go really bad and yeah.
1: not make it to, and right. the airport they landed at wasn't even open
4: oh so wow they actually had what? to open it up I mean it was it was kind of wild so before before you keep going real quick a lot of Keanu Reeves early action stuff had to do with transportation stuff gone wrong, right? Like yeah. his breakout with speed. If I'm on a plane and I see Keanu Reeves in there and all of a sudden something starts going wrong, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, yeah, really yeah. bad. That, is, that cannot be worse. No, well, opposite.
3: If something starts going wrong in a plane and Keanu Reeves is there, I'm like, at least we know who can handle it. I, oh, yeah. Without yeah, him, true. I don't know who's going to take care of it. When hey, he's, he's there, gonna,
4: I'm going to have to land the plane at
3: 6, I want Hamilton in, in the emergency row <laughs> for sure. Well, so,
1: what? What happened? The best part is that once they land, they're trying to decide what they're going to do. And they come up with this idea that, Hey, it's going to take a while to get this thing fixed. So we're going to put everybody on a bus and we're going to send them to LA. No. It's a two hour drive or something from Bakersfield. And so people, halfway to Vegas. Exactly. People, people are, uh, are Instagram storying about this going, Oh my God. They're saying, oh my gosh, we're Keanu Reeves and we're going to get on a bus and we're going to go to L.A. And he's the one that's kind of like dictating because he's kind of stepping up as kind of one of the leaders. But everyone's, everyone's freaking this also way. So. Yeah.
5: <laughs> exactly.
1: So so in the end, what ended up happening is they get they got in a van. They all got there safely. There was some talk about, hey, they opened up a blimpies in the airport and Keanu didn't eat the blimpies subs, but he had Gatorade and a water and a banana. But apparently the day got too long and at the end, the final Instagram story was of a man getting the back of Keanu Reeves walking into a Carl's Jr. Oh. So even Carl Keanu Reeves Jr. It's Jr.
4: I love it that he was the one, like, well, yeah, because I, I saw some of his Instagram stories, like when they landed in Bakersfield, Keanu instantly took over. Like, is this a, <laughs> wait, am I, am I in, in a potentially dangerous transportation situation? <laughs> I've been preparing my entire career for this very <laughs> <long>. <laughs> Is a man involved? <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> he does seem like he does seem like the most chill celebrity ever. Like Super if you were chill. just randomly stuck in a van with two hours and it's with a celebrity Keanu Reeves, would be on the short list for me.
0: Really? Uh, I, really? See, he's mm-hmm. one of the, I could think of a very small number of actors that I'm just not, not, I don't enjoy his, <laughs> like I, I, like Nick, he's Nick Cage to me. Like he's okay. Nick Cage oh, and okay. kind of Reeves are the same person. I I wouldn't want to hang out
3: Who with him. Who would you rather them. be on a bus with in a, yeah, in a non-emergency situation?
4: Around the table, you get a two-hour bus ride. You and whatever celebrity around the table. Uh, All right, Cameron, you go first. Oh, uh, I mean, any celebrity? I mean, there's a
0: million amazing, cool people that I'd want to hang out with. Pick what one do
3: mean? and don't have a sarcastic face about it.
4: No, uh, Steph Curry. I mean, like, <laughs> there I think there's a million. Okay. I mean, Brady. Brady, who's your celebrity? You're stuck in Bakersfield. You're going for a sweet van ride with.
1: Oh man, this is a, this is a good question. I would have to go with um Barack Obama. Oh, see Ooh, what
0: about so now answer. who's who's on the opposite end? Who's like a celebrity that you would hate to be stuck in a
1: bus with for 2 hours? Rosie O'Donnell. Oh. Uh,
3: what's, what's that, that guy? Um Gilbert Godfrey? Godfrey? That's
1: his name. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I yeah, would yeah. not
3: want to be in a bus with him. His I don't know him as a person. I'm sure he's very nice. I'm sure his friends and family like no, him, humanizing. but he just something
4: you can yell at. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. You don't know, yeah. humanize. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> mine, mine, mine is easy for the celebrity I would choose Chris Angel, mind freak. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Um, Wait, Chris Angel just, over David Blaine? Really? We could probably just teleport there. Um, Interesting. You know. <laughs> yeah, Chris
3: Angel over David
4: Blaine.
0: No, 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 no. Chris Angel. Isn't Chris Angel the one who's like his? No, who's the one? Who's Chris? An- Chris Angel looks spectacles? like he's
4: committed the crime of the century, and Brobot has sentenced to life <laughs> as a, like you know the, yeah. the world's you know, he had a Brobot dripping in yeah. affliction. yeah. Like, but doesn't he do like?
0: He does the big spectacle stuff. You can't like you want up close stuff. You want a David Blaine car ride. No, you don't want. I'm
4: waiting because I think he's going to teleport us to the location. <laughs> no, <laughs> the no, 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 here. no, no. I'm, I'm going to go. He's, we're going to be. We're going to get on the highway, and he's like, "Everyone, close your eyes." I'm about the mind freak you, and all of a sudden, we're just you know, we're in another country driving that van. Who would have you know? the best
0: stories? Because a two hour car ride, you want to be laughing the whole time. Like, what celebrity would have the best stories? Like, I think, like honestly, like a Kevin Hart or somebody would just have everybody dying the whole time.
3: Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can, yeah, Kevin Hart would be very fun because he would also enjoy it seems, again, he and I are not friends. It seems like he would enjoy entertaining a bus of people for two hours. Where right. there's some funny people like that Will would be like, I'm he's just an introvert. Trying to get there. Don't do this to me. Don't yeah, make like, me do this.
0: Like the real life Will Ferrell is not Will yes. Ferrell on camera, right? Yes, like he would be precisely. he would be Oh, we wanna we don't want to bother him. But but Kevin Hart would absolutely get on the mic on the bus. Yes. and just take and, over and just take over. Yeah, that
3: exactly. That's that is a perfect one right there, Cameron. Well done.
4: I would probably I would be interested to see what Andy Richter could do. I feel like he's got all these years as the side. That man is a deep for pool. Conan. Well done.
3: Yeah, you know, he's
4: sitting there for Conan for 20 years. He's got all this material just waiting, and he's got an isolated van ride for two hours to give us the best material. I'd be I'd be curious to
3: see. Is what he what still Richter Conan's number two guy?
4: I think so. I
1: think yeah. so. Honest. Okay.
4: Yeah.
3: That's a great answer. I think I'd pick Oprah, but though I think she might will Ferrell. Ooh, us. I love Oprah. I yeah, I love Oprah. I just think oh, she might be, be more great. like I'm trying to read my book versus yeah. like Annie, let's be friends. And I'd want her yeah. to say Annie, let's be friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing because we're not Don't talking like, like we're not we're not saying that the person is now on and like right. engaging. It is the real person mm-hmm. just happens to be on the bus on our flight. Right. The real right. Keanu Reeves. We're just grabbing a burger at Carl's Jr. with Keanu. Right. Right. Yeah. He's like, I, I feel like <laughs> so I you want last. a person who's going to naturally own the moment, like somebody like the rock or somebody who really would totally.
3: just like
4: engage Kevin Hart everybody. is still going to
3: be the winner to me, Cameron. Yeah. I'm so on board with your call on that.
4: Yeah. I- How about Ira Glass? Because he could just narrate it the whole time. And even if the bus ride was really boring, he would act like it's super interesting. (laughs) You're like, you know, Mm -hmm. that's an insightful little uh, voiceover you gave there, Ira. I didn't even think about the parallel (laughs) between the, the length of this bus ride and the You know, our fleeting mortality. Wow. What a great insight, Ira. He would find someone (laughs) on the bus
3: that has the weirdest story. That's like a knitting champion or, you know, and he would be like, tell me more about competitive knitting. You know, like he would be the one who would find that person.
0: Yeah. But the Act the best comver- but the best conversation landed. though best com- like Ira re- I think would be good to like pepper with a million questions he would have a lot of thoughts but I'm I'm gonna if, from a conversation standpoint I think your Barack Obama is right up there for me I can't yeah, think same. of somebody else I'd rather He's sit down I mean, and like yeah, yeah stories and like. Just like brilliant, and Air like, Force
1: One would be there in two seconds. Yes, that's and okay, we, but then also,
3: if 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 it's gonna be we are in the same seat and we're both happy to chat, I am yeah. probably gonna pick Will Ferrell because if Will Ferrell's like happy to chat, I would enjoy hearing his stories and I would enjoy asking him some questions. But I've I don't heard... want to sit by Kevin Hart. Like I can't. That's too. I'm already overwhelmed, <laughs> and we aren't even there. But yeah, if but... Kevin Hart's gonna entertain the whole bus, I want Kevin right. Hart.
0: Yeah. Right. But Will Ferrell, I've heard in real life, he is like an extreme introvert. Like you would be asking him you questions. You would know and he's in would, your
3: family lineage. So that's yeah, true.
0: Yeah, he I've is. got feral blood in me. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. But like, I think it would be like, I would feel like I'm bothering him. Like, I think I could. we
4: could talk for a few minutes, but then he would shut down, you know? Like, I don't know. I, I feel bad. I, I would choose Obama because I get nice and warmed up, comfortable with me yeah. asking about Michelle and the kids. And then I'd pop, <laughs> hey, listen, man. Aliens, what do we know? What do we <laughs> know? Yes, wow. Jesse. just Jesse. You on the back seat of the no, the back row of the bus, half the people are sleeping. Kevin Hart's up there yabbering away, distracting yeah. everybody else. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> aliens, man. Let's
3: talk, yes, um, yes. I would Conspiracy I would just talk theories for them. days, Jesse. You're exactly right.
0: Yeah. You would go conspiracy theories with Obama
4: if you had a captive oh, on, a conversation you know, for two, two hours? He the president for eight he years. He knows He knows, so he knows the alien files. He's <laughs> he's had access. You didn't tell me night one of the White House, he didn't walk in there and be like, oh, we'll find out if aliens are real then I'll worry about, you know, you know Medicare or whatever.
3: Okay, I'll tell okay. you the number okay. one thing okay. Jesse and I want is Barack Obama sitting between us at a dinner, and the number one million thing Barack Obama wants is to sit between me and Jesse at a dinner. <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> the, the the if there were aliens and there was information that he could give if, you, yes. you don't think that the current president would have already tweeted about it? You're like Jimmy I don't, Kimmel, I don't... Jimmy
4: Kimmel asked Bush and Obama when they were on about aliens, and they both said the same thing. They were kind of like, "Well, we tell you, but." we literally have to kill you, Jimmy. <laughs> this real sinister stuff that laugh. And they're like, dude, there's aliens. They totally know. They totally know. And they're not going to do it on national TV in a van ride. And they're like, listen, I'm you know, i so glad you asked me this. I've been dying to get this off my chest. There are tons of aliens, dude. Like I found out night one in the white house. They tell you about the alien stuff, but then, and you I turn, able to tell but then it
0: turns out, it turns out that, that George W. Bush uh, thinks that there's aliens. Cause one day he went to the blockbuster and accidentally
4: rented men in black. And he thought it was a documentary. That's and right. <laughs> yeah, that was an intelligence briefing. Yeah. Jesse, will you just run
3: for president someday just so we can find out the alien stuff we don't know, the conspiracy theory um, stuff we don't know?
4: No, I'm totally I mean that's that's what this whole career path is leading towards. Yeah one podcast at a time. Yep,
3: yep. You
4: All just right. gotta get on a reality TV show. That's the next step. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's that's yeah, you know. I just need to find the right one because uh, <laughs> you know. Right now, I just haven't, you know, until until my 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 robot justice one comes to fruition. I don't know. If <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do anything that involves nature and survival. I know yeah, I'll be immediately no. cast off with that. <laughs> anything that involves being voted out, not going to happen. I'll be voted out instantly. You know, uh, Jesse. Just so you know,
0: <laughs> robotjustice.com is also available. Uh, it's only $2.99 right now. It's it's on sale. I don't,
3: I don't feel <laughs> robot justice is, is necessary. It's just robot
0: because yeah, then robot. we can
3: branch out in a lot of ways if we just had bro <laughs> you
0: could have like a robot conference you could have you know that's yeah. Yeah. merch yeah. yeah it's a yeah. whole enterprise the robot empire
3: see if yeah. we had talked about this two weeks ago i'd have been way less bored last week laying in my bed because i would just thought about all the robot things we could be doing i <laughs> should have given me more content before i had to disappear
0: robot <laughs> justice robot sports there's a whole bunch of different
3: robot dating go. You could get a robot to help you find the right match. <laughs> I would not person.
0: want a robot to be my wingman. That would not be a good wingman situation. Robot yeah, wing Brady's
3: saying no to yeah. with his face. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Brady knows. He's out of there on the dating scene, like you wouldn't believe. And,
4: uh, Oh, please. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. <laughs>
3: I mean, I'm so many
4: dates. Brady's guys. dating no. life is so
0: remarkable, they have to put it on television. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, like, that's
3: true. It's true. That's technically true, Brady. <laughs> technically
1: true. Hey, I voluntarily not wrong. left the show.
3: I know. That's right. You, you are, did. It was, I was standing up and cheering when you did.
1: You <laughs> I did. You
0: will go down in bachelorette history as. Probably the only guy who voluntarily left.
3: Okay.
4: okay, Brady, what is the weirdest post-bachelor interaction you've had related to your time
1: oh, on the show? Oh, man. Do people still, like, come up to you? Wait,
3: hold on. Can we talk oh. about that? Brady didn't leave just to leave. Brady left because he was going after a girl. <laughs> it was awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was admirable. I had to go see about a girl. I had to go see about a girl. I stole the line That's from right. Good Hunting. You know That's what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, the worst experience I think that I had, I was in Israel. So people don't usually come up to me much anymore. I grew a beard, you know, hair out. All the, I reinvented myself, yeah. right? had a midlife crisis and tried to come back strong.
0: So you'll live to be seventy. <laughs> oh, no,
5: no, hey, no, 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 yeah. Quarterlife crisis.
1: Oh, okay. okay. So I'm there in Israel. Go. I'm in, I think I'm in Tel Aviv or something like that. I was going on this trip to check out all the places. It was really awesome. It was an amazing trip. And I, oh, we're, we're about to go check out the Sea of Galilee. And this lady comes up to me, middle-aged woman. And she goes, Hey, are you, uh, are you Brady from, from the Bachelorette? I said, yeah, I did the show. I did the show, and and at that time it was it was kind of early on. I think we had I just broken up. The show was kind of recently finished, and she goes, uh, "You know, are you guys still together?" I said, "No, unfortunately, we're not. We we're still really good. We're good friends, and we appreciate the whole time and the experience and whatever. But we're not together." And then she goes, uh, "She goes, is um was Brit a Christian?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, she was a Christian," and you know, the whole thing. And she goes, well, does, does she believe, does she believe in, um, she believe in Jesus? I go, yeah, yeah. She, the whole thing, right. She believes in God that, you know, she's like, she's really awesome. She goes, well, if you guys would have committed your relationship to Jesus, then you'd still be together.
5: What? And
1: I went, I went, I went, what? I don't excuse, know you. Excuse, excuse me. <laughs> And she walked away and then she came back and said a, a, something very similar again to me. And I went, w-, and my friends were around me and they were absolutely stunned. And I, all, no, I I mean, I was a little like, "What? what is happening right now? And I just said, yeah. hey, hey, listen, that's not true. What you're saying is not true. Thank you. But I got to go. Well done. Wow. No, no, it was... I mean, oh, it still self-care. kind of bothers me thinking about it. Should, it. it actually it was a little
0: you. rough. Tell, tell him what... I I asked him last night, Jesse, like, why y'all broke up. And it was this crazy... Like, when she realized... Mm. You were talking about you're on that patio. Mm.
1: And, okay, okay. This, so is, this, no, is, this, is, this is real. This is real life. You guys life. are getting the inside story. I was about to say, <laughs> Damn, does he want to...
3: Is this a hot tub story or is this a public well, story?
1: It's, 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 literally it literally was hey. a hot tub hot take. This is, this is actually... I mean... It, I'm, this is I'm, real life. Hey, I'm far enough removed yeah. from the experience. Yeah. That it, okay. It's, it's, you know, I see it as a thing that really helped my world. Yeah. You know, I had to wake up in a lot of ways and do some self-reflection, all that kind of stuff. But we're talking to one of the producers and this is, this is kind of our, our relationships on the fritz, right? You have the, you have this amazing experience. So much like, Endorphins and infatuation and you're on this, you know, show and, and I'm in LA and we're, we're dating and all the things and. We, but we get to this point where, you know, some of those chemicals start to wear off and you start to realize, wait, are you guys, are you guys compatible? Is is there chemistry? Is this going to work? You know, all the things. And she's a seven, Annie, she's a seven on the Enneagram. So you, you know what that's like. yeah Anyway, we're on, we're on this, (laughs) we're on this rooftop deck and we're chatting with one of the producers and he cooked in for us and he's kind of catch like, how's it going guys? What's going on? And, and uh you know, We're kind of processing some of our relational issues. And he goes, You know, the producer says, the person you want to end up with is the person that you just wake up in the morning and you want to make eggs with. You do the boring stuff. You know, you do the things that you don't, it doesn't, it's not the exciting stuff. It's just the boring stuff, the mundane stuff of life. These are the people, this is the person you want to end up with. And that night, later on, not that night, but later on after that night, Britt said to me, You know, when we had that conversation, I realized you you just
4: I didn't want to make eggs with you. I
1: went, Oh, (laughs) Oh, (gasps) that one
4: hurts. (laughs) That seems like the most personal thing someone could possibly say.
1: (laughs) Right. Hey, but, but the truth is I think she was still in love with the guy that she had dated previously to me. And, and this is, this is kind of like an inner gossip, but after we broke up, they ended up, like re talking and started going out and they got married. I actually, I was about to say, didn't
3: she marry I, him? Yeah, yeah,
1: you know, he's a friend of mine. And I was gonna and, say, are you
3: friends? Yeah, and
1: and I got to this point he where did. I realized he was a better match, and so I actually said, hey man, maybe you guys should uh, talk again because they kind of had a really kind of had a breakup that they he was he kind of written it off and I knew that Brit had done a lot of work, kind of inner work too, and 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 they are both really great humans. And so they end up talking a little while later and, you know dated for a while and then got engaged and they're married and they're happy and I'm, I'm happy for them. So and everybody...
4: They, they, they opened a little brunch spot and they made <laughs> <Yeah>. eggs <laughs> sure. every day. She literally <laughs> wants to make eggs with him every yeah. day. <laughs> oh my god <gosh. laughs> Yeah. They, they, you should see this cute little brunch spot they got. It's called Equally Yoked. And they oh. just... Brady. Oh, oh it. wow. It clever.
0: Clever. Wow. They committed
3: Brady, the wait, to I have to a real <laughs> question about that though. So what yeah. does that do for you when you're dating people? How long does it take you to feel like like, that's really good advice to me. I like that, that advice, the ex like thing, but what eggs does that do? Yeah. How how does, how has that affected your dating since Brett?
1: Well, it was, it's been a little sparse, uh, not actually amazing, but, um, you know, I think that it's, it's made me realize that some of the glitz and the glam and the excitement, it's, it's, uh, it's for a season and it's fun, but but after that, I want to look for like the true connection, you know, and really what the show did for me is I think I was very scared to open up and be vulnerable, to live from my heart and to be seen. And that show forces you to do that. You know, they're, they're trying to pull all of it out of you. All the interviews are go, Hey, so how do you feel? what's going on? How do you feel? And I'm like, I'm a guy. I don't feel right. This I'm pushing this down. So I think I learned how to engage a little bit better in my heart and to go, okay, uh, the source of connection, the source of intimacy is vulnerability, you know, and it's the Brene Brown stuff, right? And yeah, Brene yeah, yeah. talks about how the the source of happiness is human connection and, and human connection is all about vulnerability. So I think I've looked for something a little deeper and a little bit more, uh, you know, real. So not that that wasn't real, but there are different seasons of of relationships. So yeah. And
3: the better you understand yourself, the more real the connections are you pick, I think.
1: Exactly.
3: Yeah. Well,
0: one, an unexpected yeah. direction. No,
4: I, have, I, have, I, have, I have nothing to add to that other than, another, other than another egg pun. Because yeah. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes dating isn't all its cracked up to <laughs> <laughs> So I contributed that. So. This <laughs> is what
3: being friends yeah, with Brady so. is like. We were at a baseball game together last year, Brady. And like I was telling Cameron about Three it. minutes in, we're like deep talking. This is real right. life with Brady. It's such a gift.
0: Hey, I mean, that, that's what... He came through in January. He, he just texted me. He's like, hey, you want to go to dinner or whatever? And I was like, what are you doing in Orlando? He's like, I'm down here on vacation with my parents and I need to get out of this resort. <laughs> yeah, and so share I was like, come over, out. dude. So he showed up at my house around five thirty, and I mean we know each other a little, but mm-hmm. not. I mean we were close, and he sits on my couch, and we just like we were both in a similar season, and we just got into it, and we talked, we talked until two in the morning. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it was just like he just Listen. goes there, and you know it's all in. I like it. Yeah, hey, I'm grateful. thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned. Coming up next, Tadashi joins us.
2: Asking myself what I've done, blew it all, having fun. I a trapped like my brother, a freedom it costs everyone. Got a debt that I can't pay. Deserve that what they say. Gotta take what I can't take.
0: You're listening to our next guest, Tadashi, featuring Crowder. The song is Home. Rapper Tadashi just released his new album, Never Fold, which along with featuring collaborations with artists like Crowder, Sarah Reeves, and Lecrae, tackles heavy themes like grief, fear, and ultimately, perseverance. Our very own Jesse Carey recently talked with Tadashi about the album and the real-life events that inspired it and shaped his perspective and outlook. Tell us about it, Jesse.
4: Yeah, so, you know, you kind of get from the title, Never Fold, the album really is about perseverance. And Cameron, you alluded to earlier that, um, you know, Tadashi had lost his son a few years ago, and that's been like this really kind of formative event in his life. And, you know, I I asked him kind of just straight up why he wanted to make an album that was so vulnerable and also, you know, so personal. You know, a lot of people in his family show up in the album and, you know, here's what he
2: said about it. It was super intentional for me to want to put, um, the idea of perseverance and hope in there. Um, so overarching, you know, the way I wrote it, overarching perseverance and hope are there. It's, it's, Hey, we do not hope. I mean, we do not grieve like people without hope Like we have hope. Scripture says, so I was like, I want to make sure that hope is a part of it. Um, perseverance is a real key moment. Um, just for where I was in life and still am. And so it blew my mind when I started having conversations with people who would share their struggles, their burdens, their losses, their griefs, and and hear them express their desire to persevere. Um, but never like I, we hear moments of of excitement, but very rarely are we getting um, sincere testimony from the front end to the back end, if you will. Um, and so I really wanted Perseverance to be there. And then throughout every song, and I was intentional, I told the label, I said, if, if this is a problem, then we may, we may do an EP instead of an album because this is going to happen. But in almost every song, um, I either mention um, my, my friends, my wife, or my mom. Uh, because in my darkest moments, those were the people who were coming to get me.
4: We, we, you know, we started talking about, you know, there's a theme that runs through this album um, about it, it's difficult because like a lot of albums you hear only like positive stuff or like, you know, lo, you know, it, it's easy to sing about or, or talk about God and when things are going well and how, you know, so one of the things he really like kind of thought through was what does it make? What does it look like to make? An album or make songs about grief and about suffering and but but it's not something that's dark and that can be hopeful and he told this really powerful story about something that had happened to him right after his son passed away and people were coming over to his house, and somebody said something to him that kind of rubbed him the wrong way. Um, but has gone on to be really formative. This clip's you know just about two minutes, so it's a, it's a little bit longer than the first. But I do feel like it's it's a really powerful story. Um, uh, Chandler, why don't you go ahead and play that? What Tadashi had said.
2: We had uh, we had just lost our son. We had friends over to the house, and one guy came up, and he he, uh, he sat with me. He hugged me. And, um, as he was hugging me, (laughs) I don't know, it's funny. I'm I'm laughing because I'm going back in my head, looking at it, but I'm laughing because every time somebody hugs, I don't know why they want to rock or sway. And I, I was not in the mood to do any of that, but I was being polite. So I hugged hugged him and we're like rocking and swaying back and forth. And we're just kind of going with this, (laughs) with this move that I guess he wanted to, wanted to do. And, um, in that moment, my man said, um, "Hey, bro, you know, just, just suffer well, just suffer well." And he said that, and and then when he left, I told my wife what happened. And She was like, "That's what he said to you?" I said, "Yeah." And I said, "I wanted to punch him in the face." And she was like, <laughs> "She was like, really?" I was like, "Yeah i i don't i don't i, I, I still wrestle. I don't know how I feel about that phrase." But I do know, I do know um, when someone says it, they're, they're really focused on the well part. Right. They want to make sure that you're doing things well. Um, and I've just realized in this season, and just going through what I've gone through, more so than doing things well, I just want to make sure you're well. Um, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like um, when Jesus said, you know a tree by the fruit it bears, that it gets to the root of, of what that person really is. And so, if there's if there's you know if there's if there's bad behavior or if there's you know corrupt thinking, if there's something going on that's fleshing itself out for us to see naturally, um, then more so, more so than correcting correcting behavior, so that things look well, I want to get to the root. And that phrase to me is always it's kind of it's it's not an oxymoron, but it's definitely sometimes contradictory because. You're going, man. You're you're skipping suffering just to look at well. and and when he, and so when he said it to me, it just kind of woke me up to to realize, man, there's so many people who don't know for lack of experience or just lack of um, paying attention. They just don't know how to engage in these moments, and so we find ourselves um, saying or doing things that really only benefit us more than the person.
4: That's, that's true. We were talking about that. Is that is the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... It, it, you know, and that's one <clears throat> one thing I appreciate about not just like the album that really wrestles with this, saw, track after track is really about this. What does it look like to suffer and grieve and still care about what God wants for us and wellness, but also his ability to have that kind of insight in the face of tragedy?
0: Yeah. I mean, my thing is like you're going through something like that. Like, <clears throat> honestly, at some who cares about the well? Like, and yeah. br- I don't think like you're supposed to have it all together. Mm-mm. I mean, you need to go to the place of where where you're supposed to go, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and eventually, yes, seasons will shift and the cloud will lift, but you don't need to worry about that. You need to be yeah. real, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, or maybe he was saying hey, there's a way to suffer that actually it doesn't medicate or distract, uh-huh. but allows That's you bad. to fully enter into the, the things you got to feel. The right? person yeah. you're saying suffer well was maybe intending maybe that? Maybe he was intending that, where you yeah. go, hey... You got you to gotta cry. You got to yell. Okay, because that's right. Because su- maybe but,
0: the bad version of suffering is the distraction. Right.
1: And, like, hey, maybe yeah, I'm drinking myself. Right. Whatever, right? Okay. Yeah. But okay. at the same time, if it's like, no, like, just get over this. All happy, good. You right, know, that, that's, that's, that's not, not the no, thing I'm talking it, about. It, either. That's either and, why,
4: and that's why you can see for him why that rubbed them the wrong yeah, way. You right? know, I said say you want to punch him in the face because it's like, no, how about I just suffer? How about yeah. you just say it's okay to feel, you know? And, and because like a lot of people have a lot of conflicted ideas about this, I ask him, what his advice would be uh, to someone experiencing tragedy on their own, uh, you know, having this kind of informed perspective. And here's what he said.
2: Uh, The first thing I would say to anybody is uh, your pain is real, regardless of what other people call it. For you, that one time, uh, that weekend, uh, last week, you know, for years, your pain is real. Um, And I would not do you the disservice of, belittling that to hopefully make you hurdle something to get to where I think is better for you. Um, we all know that um, pain is a part of life. We see it in scripture. We see it with the savior. We see it in, in our own everyday you know, world. But, but the one thing I never want to do is, is overlook that. So I would hope to affirm people in, in what they're going through and, and try to do what I think Job's friends should have done what I think Jesus wanted the disciples to do. And that was in a real way, just be with them, just be present.
4: Those thoughts really hit home. You know, what he, you know, he says he thinks people should do what Job's friends should have done. And that's be present. I mean, you know, I've, I think we've all been at points in my life and I can remember points recently, you know, and where going through stuff and just people being present and being hey man it's okay to talk about whatever you want to talk about feel whatever you want to feel but no you're not alone like mm-hmm. that is a really profound thought where there's no agenda you know like it's really mm-hmm. easy to come into like situations with an agenda but just acknowledging someone's pain is feels really affirming and good you know yeah. and is very hopeful um And so, you know, I, 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 to to kind of end on 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 a hopeful note because I don't want to paint the album like it's it's like this dark. I mean, it's got it's it is a hopeful album, but at the core of it,
0: it's a good listen. It's a hip hop album. yeah, 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 yeah,
4: and it's got great collaborations on there. You know, every other song, practically. But I did want to to kind of ask him to. You know, why is it so, uh, you know, important for people to, you know, hold on to messages of truth about themselves and not let just the present circumstances kind of hold them down because ultimately that's kind of what the, the, you know, never fold, you know, like stay firm, persevere. And and here's what he had to say about
2: that. And then I would want to encourage people to fight to hold on to the very things that we say is true and real. Um, to hold on to uh, the real realities of who God says he is um, and what God has always been to you um, because hardship, trials, tribulations, pain, um, they come, they come in and they challenge that. You know, If you're not, if you're not um, prepared to face that challenge, you'll find yourself being swept under the current of, of everything you feel, not just physical pain, but even mental and emotional anguish, that that can overwhelm you.
4: Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, I I think that's why I really, you know, you know, part, you know, part of he was talking about, you know, collab, collaborating with someone like Crowder who's like a worship artist and just bringing back these themes of, you know, really not backing down even when times get hard and feeling permission to feel negative things but always hanging on to the truth that God is who he says he is and that we have hope. So Definitely a killer album, but I really appreciate him just being willing to be so vulnerable. It's not it's not that often you talk to an artist who has a new project coming out that is willing to get really personal and really hopefully mm-hmm. encourage other people that are dealing with stuff. So. Yeah,
3: good and stuff. not to downplay the importance of that, but also you really miss some good omelet puns when it's called never fold. Jesse, <laughs> oh. I need to like bring back some of the egg
4: thoughts. Yeah, sorry, my my brain's been a little scrambled this morning trying to think no. that. I think I just that you know I'm trying to trying to be hopeful. keep the sunny side up and just there you oh, go. Oh, That's <laughs> the guy I came I here see. for. Keep on sizzling. <laughs> <No>.
3: <laughs> Excellent job. Or, you know, you know, job. I'm, you know oh, I'm,
4: this is you know, we, have, I'm, dude, we have a bunch I'm, of dads, I, dads I, here. You know, dad me. jokes. I, I can just keep <laughs> jokes going and not really care. I'm just the shell of a person. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? All right. Like, you, you never know. You, you literally do know. have the best
3: yokes. You've got yeah. the best yokes of any of us, Jesse. That is for sure. Yeah. You the never York.
4: know, you know, when the next joke's going to hatch and you just got to keep plowing forward <laughs> and hopefully it's just, so, you know? All right. That'll, <laughs> that's Tadashi. Make
0: sure to check out his latest album, Never Fold. It's out now.
5: The wrong direction find myself in a conversation from a missed connection. Standing in a purple dress with my eyes in the right direction.
1: Find myself in a conversation from a missed connection.
4: This episode of the Relevant Podcast is brought to you by Libscomb University. At Libscomb University, their online programs are shaped by a commitment to creating a better future. And with multiple undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs to choose from, you can define what that future looks like. Plus, you earn the same academically rigorous degree you'd get on their campus with the flexibility to fit your life. Listen, at Relevant, we believe in you, the listener. We know you're ready to lead. You can pursue your goals and a better world at Libscom Online. Visit libscom.edu slash online to learn more. That's L-I-P-S-C-O-M-B dot E-D-U slash online.
0: You're listening to The Head and the Heart song is Miss Connection, inspired by the Brady Tube story. Okay, well, we didn't ask you a, a feedback question last week. Normally, right here is where we do listener feedback, uh, our editorial question of the week. We didn't do one last week. We will You this just week. couldn't
3: bear to do one without me here? That is really no. sweet. It was just
0: like, what's the point? You
4: know what I'm saying? <laughs> Annie's not even here. <laughs> Um, we, just, we just weren't ecstatic what? about it. I'm sorry. They're, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, keep, they're going, getting, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, yeah, they, sometimes, sometimes those questions we have an expiration date on them, we're just like, nope, not this week. It's oh my gosh, Jesse, they're really getting awful. <laughs> they're getting bad. <laughs> right. um, but we did, we did tweet out.
0: We said, hey, I think for the listener interaction uh, segment, we're going to do uh, basically a cast ask me anything. Uh, so you guys tweeted what? us a ton of questions. For the cast. So instead of us asking you a question, you sent us a million questions. Uh, Jesse went through and picked a few of them. Uh, and uh, I'll lob them to the to the crew now. Um, Allison tweeted us and said, I started a new job in August. And I just realized one of my coworkers has been calling me Allie instead of Allison, the name I prefer. I never signaled in the emails Allie, introduced myself as Allie, nor does anyone else refer to me as Allie. What should I do? New job. What should
4: I do? Well, this is an easy one. You, oh, yeah. It's too <laughs> awkward to confront this individual. That's obvious. <laughs> Yeah, the sure. only thing you can do at this point is conspire to get her fired and removed from your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Remove her from the situation. You could address it, but that'd be a little weird. She's been calling the alley for weeks. Right. The best thing you could do is frame her for something terrible in the office or oh workplace and get her fired. <laughs> I, I mean, you guys are on the same page with me on that one. I, right? No, this, this, is no this is like easy. a
0: real thing though. This is a workplace situation, but, uh, but, but like I had, I lived in my last house for like 10 years and i didn't like it got to i didn't remember that first introduction i didn't remember my neighbor's names (laughs) and then it became like after a few years I st- interact with them quite frequently I still don't know their names I didn't know what to do and the same thing happened when I moved to this neighborhood like I immediately meet all these people I don't remember them all I didn't know what to and now my neighbors are always saying hi and whatever you go and to their mailbox and you pull out a letter
3: Oh, oh right. Right. Brady tubes coming oh, in hi I think it's illegal yeah.
0: I think it's illegal but I think I'm going to do, <laughs> do it
3: Just do it just a look it's just it's yeah. illegal but you can just look and put it back don't look. keep it
0: Oh no 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 my neighborhood my neighborhood is full of the door slots no. so like you know what i mean poor
3: postman in orlando has to get out of his car and in, in august uh-huh. and walk to everybody's doors they, it's Look. the big
4: satchel bag and they're walking doors yeah. To yeah. walk around the neighborhood it's great they park in the front of the neighborhood just but like something. i can't like, so i can't do pleasant. this what do i that's do that's tough that's what i do
1: you know i think what what this girl should do is she should make up a pet name some kind of nickname for the girl that's not remembering her
3: oh her. yeah but it's not it's not
1: <laughs> that she's not remembering she's and just then when that girl her tells out. her to okay. quit Exactly. Go, oh, oh yeah. well, oh, if you're going to call well, me Kitty. Exactly. Yeah. Kitty. Because yeah. that's the name she <laughs> yeah. would choose. Of course. That's
4: good. That's good. <laughs> camera, but the, the situ, your situation, just next time you have, you know, somebody hanging out in the yard, you know, like, let's say a Brady tubes and your neighbors out there, yeah. Brady, you know, is, is, you know, just laughing, giggling, throwing a Frisbee. Yeah. It goes in the neighbor's yard. He uh-huh. walks over and he says, hi, can I grab that you?" My name's Brady, by the way, shakes yeah. hand. And he does the, the, the covert intelligence for you. I do off. have a note I,
3: I, on my phone of all my neighbors' names when I meet them and I put where they live or what dog was with them or whatever, because I'm so prone right. to forget, but you see the yeah. same people all the time. You
1: are an overachiever, Annie. That's, we are all impressed. I, I <laughs> wish you would have given
0: me that <laughs> well, advice that when <laughs> I moved into the neighborhood. It's now too late. I right. just memorize
3: it. It's never too
4: late to the start the a list of phone numbers. good salt the earth people. That's that's
0: my role. Uh, <laughs> Wes, with your Wes asked us. Uh, Wes wrote and he said, I, "I had a serious relationship in a couple of months ago. So this is probably a good Brady Tubes question. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm gosh. a dentist in my late 20s with a pretty busy work schedule, and I go to a small church that doesn't have many single women my age. What's your advice for re-entering the dating scene? This is his name this is Wes.
1: He's a dentist. Uh, I would say probably bingo at the local.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I mean,
5: like, like an app,
1: right? You just a local or something, right? Uh, the yeah, apps app. They're rough. Yeah, they are rough. The apps are rough. Annie, what do you think about that? I'm apps? on no app. So I don't know.
3: I'm on. Uh, I'm not on no apps. I'm on an app. But uh, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what you have to do is expand your circle. Because probably what he based on what he is saying, what he didn't say to us that he is saying is there are no women left in my life. And so, by getting on an app, how do I meet someone? (laughs) Yeah, you don't even have to date any of them. It just reminds you that there are people in your zip code that you do not know that are single. And so then you and I also think he probably should tell some people he's ready to be set up, so his friends and his family that love him can kind of start doing that.
0: Hey, he's a dentist in his mid to late twenties. He's got a a pipeline of new people.
1: He can
4: chit chat with people while he's cleaning their teeth. Yeah, Ew. they can't yes, go. Yes. They can't not, go anywhere. Right. Can't go. Exactive anywhere. So, so what are you doing this weekend? Oh no, la,
5: la. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't you hate that? Hey, you want to oh, no. go for a drink a-
4: after work? I can't drink for four hours. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> 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 oh, I Should know that. I'm,
0: I am a dentist after all. <laughs> hey, how do you like your eggs?
1: Oh no, it's no. not, no. no. not a good pickup line. It's not a good bride too. Hey, you do have to realize, I think that there are people all around you. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I heard about this one guy who was afraid to talk to girls. And so he His name w- was B Tubes. No. Oh, no. no, man. no. Brady T. <laughs> no. Brady T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Brody Trooper. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what he would do is. Trady Boops. We'll call him Trady Boops. <laughs> we'll call him Trady Boops.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, fa- he would face his own fear. So he would do the thing he was afraid of. So he would see how many numbers he could get in a day because what? he had it. sounds to, horrible. I know it sounds horrible, but he was afraid yeah, to do that thing. Him. So yeah. he would he would actually see how many times he could get rejected. So if he's in, you know, in the post office or at the grocery store That, or that sounds like a hold my beer medical. moment. That dude's like
0: I can get rejected 12 times. I mm-hmm. like listen, I can get
4: rejected way
1: more than that. <laughs> like, like, oh. Well, you know it worked for him because then he got less scared to talk to people I I, keep going back to the
4: egg advice and making it and for Wes it can be like how do you like well I can see from your lack of floss that you like your like egg scrambled (laughs) so do I I'm fun to make eggs (laughs) (laughs) wet
1: or just slide into the DMs you know
0: that's That's
1: probably the key Uh,
0: Mitchell uh, asks us my roommates have been leaving our TV on whenever they leave the house sometimes it has Netflix playing other times it's just on how can I be sure that they always turn it off when they leave in the future
3: stop <laughs> living with children who leaves the tv on when they leave the house i don't know
4: no. i do, I well, do. I was gonna say, <laughs> why are you not shocked all of you are just like that's a normal
3: thing to do because I mean, just no, no, no. You no, always assume.
0: No, someone's Mitchell, hungry. Mitchell, just go into your TV's settings, and mm-hmm. there's a power saving yeah. mode, and you can say like after an hour, if there nothing's whatever,
1: turn S- itself the, off. The, sleep, right. the auto sleep yeah. time. That's right. Yeah. That's hey, it. Mitchell that's how about
4: not being pot pass aggressive and writing yeah. a podcast about this. Have a courageous just conversation. Jesse, yeah. That's <laughs> the best <laughs> advice. That's the trick. of a sticky note on the remote. Please turn off before leaving. You know, powering free.
3: You know, power ain't, power free. ain't free. You guys, by the way, <laughs> my electricity got turned off yesterday
4: because
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot to pay the bill. <laughs> oh, Annie. so
3: it ain't free. It really Annie, ain't free. They will Annie turn that who off. Who has
0: <laughs> two assistants, a business manager, a team of people? A hundred percent.
3: I thought it was auto drafting like the others. So I'm here to say I am proof positive that it, power is not free. <laughs> we'll uh, so Miranda says
0: it. this is maybe a good one for, for Annie she says I graduate from college in May what's something I should do before I start my first year of teaching in August
3: oh boy Jesse's gonna have a really dumb answer for she's this she's gonna have gonna the
0: summer of Miranda what yeah, should she do exactly. for her summer of Miranda
3: that's what she should do she should do what she should make a list of 10 things that she wants to do. Well, the truth is, if you're going to be a teacher, you can have the summer of Miranda every summer of your life. That's true. <laughs> This That's is not true. your one last summer. You always get to summer. But I'd say pick a couple of things that you can do that aren't expensive. Here's the trick. This is something people don't realize. When you're a school teacher, you start working, you know, end of July, you don't get paid till end of August. So it is a long time between your last paycheck at whatever other job and your first paycheck with this job. So I'd recommend saving up a little bit because I found myself in a bit of a pickle at the end of that, my, the uh, very your, beginning your, of my first your, year of teaching. Your
0: power, your power got cut off. My power got cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: Fairly I, I'm having a lot of financial troubles that I'm happy to tell you all about today. I had to live on raw eggs like Rocky post-workout. Yeah. Just <laughs> sucking them down. Just sucking them down. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't pleasant, but salmonella's <laughs> terrible. terrible. Jesse, what no, would you tell her to do? My answer is always the same. When everyone's like, I got one last hurrah, it's always heist. It is always oh, it is to always heist. together yeah. and pull right. off a cool heist. Yeah. Right I mean, that's <laughs> you, want,
3: you want a crime to happen every summer.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Rodrigo wrote in. He said, my car has been broken into. They stole my baby's bottles. And this morning I wake up to it being wrecked in a hit and run. What <laughs> do I do? Is this car cursed? Should I bring out the anointing oil?
4: Mm. Wow. Well, this I is... mean,
0: if it's wrecked in a hit and run, it's like get a new car, right? I don't know. Then, not that what insurance is?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think this is definitely a curse situation happening. Here. Like I don't know, <laughs> did he steal the wrong pirate treasure? Situation. Did he? You know, I, I have no idea. What oh, did done, he like
3: Rodrigo. take a take a seashell from somewhere that you weren't supposed to take yeah, things from? from that like, one of those kind of
4: hidden yeah. enchanted thing. I don't know. Yeah. All, all I'm saying, Rodriguez, your life is in danger. <laughs> and this is the beginning. I of the you, end. I would burn that car right now. Also, yeah. that's really sad that someone stole
3: baby baby bottles. bottles. Like,
4: like
0: that's such a random theft. See, mm. Yeah. Unless yeah. they were gold plated baby bottles, we don't know. They might have been yeah. diamond encrusted. Oh. He might okay. have been talking about a Rolls Royce. We don't know. Yeah,
3: yeah that's I, true. I, we we're assuming Toyota Corolla. It d- could be Rolls Royce. Can I <laughs> yeah. can I
4: say too? Like, I've become when I was a kid and during like the Home Alone era. You know, what? I was really paranoid that burgl- about burglars, you right. know, that that people were going to break in and steal stuff. If I were to break into a house right now and I knew no one was home, I don't even know what I would steal. That would get me sh- that much value. Like, right. I mean, I could take the TV, but TVs are super cheap these days. Like, <laughs> where am I going to take a used TV? Like, I got to carry the used TV. You know what, what? If I'm walking through someone's home, what am I stealing these days? That's that's worth me burglarizing you're, a home.
0: You're going straight for the for looking for the jewelry. You're the going jewels. you're going through the sock drawers. Or do the people jewelry. have you're that looking-
3: anymore? Do people have sock for? Do they have? They don't keep cash. I they mean, don't I keep, have jewelry. I don't yeah. have nice jewelry, just anybody who wants to break in. I don't have nice jewelry, but, I mean, I think that would be the only thing worth anything, right? I, that's, that's
4: what I'm saying. If someone broke into my house right now. Or if right someone now, has a
3: safe with guns or with cash, they'd probably go after yeah, that, but it's right? in a safe. If someone
4: broke into my house right now, I don't know what they're even stealing. They're walking around and be like, well, I mean, I could have a garage sale and see how much <laughs> I could pull with this junk. <laughs> so
3: this, a sale this is this gun pointless burglary. <laughs> this is way more work.
4: This is way more work.
3: That's really interesting.
0: <laughs> all right, there's a lot more questions, but we're kind of out of time. So, all right. So it's time for this week's Editorial Question of the Week. Hey. Well, earlier we brought you the breaking news about Keanu Reeves. Uh, Great advice, <laughs> People and then a mundane commute back to LA. Uh, it got us talking about who we would re- uh, want to be trapped on a bus with for two hours, most and least. So we want to know who you would most want to be trapped on a bus with or least want to be trapped on a bus with. Hit us up uh, on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, or you can post your longer scenarios on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com.
3: And in Cameron's words, if you're going to say you least want to be trapped with us, just keep it to yourself. Just
0: yeah, keep it to yourself. That's right. that's we don't want to hear it. We, I mean, we, we don't need the painful feedback. We are real be. people we're too. We're real people. You can't just yell at us. <laughs> yeah,
3: we're not, we're not NBA stars here. You can't just yeah. yell things at us. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right just for the record I only yell things to try to make people laugh just FYI it might be at somebody's expense but I'm just doing it I've seen good it in nature. person I know yeah. yeah I'm not trying to be like there's an issue going on in the NBA with like heckling right now that's right I am not one of those people just to clarify okay <laughs> okay Um, Hey, many thanks to Tadashi for joining us on the show. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter at Tadashi with two eyes. His album Never Fold is out now. Thanks also to Blinkist for making the episode possible. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer for Relevant listeners. You can go to Blinkist.com slash Relevant to start your free seven-day trial. You can join 8 million other people. Hey, if you like the Relevant podcast, help us spread the word. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and if you're so inclined, give us a five star review. we need 113 more five star reviews to be a full five- star podcast. We literally like our team did the algorithm with 113 more five star reviews. it flushes out the people who have given us one stars <laughs> and it li- literally like it'll like tip it back to five. We're like at that four point you know what I mean like yep. like when you're looking at it, it's like four and a half because people a couple of one stars in there, but there's like a thousand five stars. We need hundred thirty more people. people.
4: with no taste. Yeah, serious. With too
3: much time bad. on their hands, who don't obey Cameron. He yeah. says, keep it to yourself. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Uh,
0: hey, and if you want to see uh, Relevant magazine in your campus or church or your community, uh, you can submit your school or event or your church uh, to be included in our partnership distribution program. Go to relevantmagazine.com slash podpartner. And uh, while you're on the site, if you aren't a subscriber to Relevant, you should be. We have a special offer going on for relevant podcast listeners right now. You can get your first six months of the magazine for only six bucks. When you subscribe at relevantmagazine.com slash podfan. Hey, and make sure to check out our brand new podcast and daily video show. It's called Relevant Daily, where we're bringing you the latest happening at the intersection of faith and culture. It's about 10 minutes long. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Relevant Daily. Um, I can say starting next week, there will be some cool changes. It's a new show, and it's like it's like wet cement. And so every day we're talking about. Hey, what if we, what if we? what if we? And relevant daily is gonna be starting in a cool new era even next week. So make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, relevant daily um and uh, there's a note in here from our team saying, uh, last week when everybody was voting for the new hot list jingle, you guys kind of electoral colleged it, and you didn't give the people the vote that they wanted, and what? well, everybody voted for number two, that kind of raunchy one, the bomb trick about one, sure. you know that. Yeah. And uh, we were like, no, no, very no, no, inappropriate. We, very inappropriate. <laughs> we can't do that as a long-term jingle on the show, but the people are outraged. They are oh, outraged no. that we, that we decided to do this. And so Chandler, you said you would evolve it and maybe do a jingle number two, 2.1, a PG
3: right? rated version of jingle number two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so that's in the that's in the works people we will we will debut it on Friday's Ow. show. So just calm down with your Twitter rage about us <laughs> overriding you. We're going back to number two, but we're just trying to make it safe for the little ears. You know what I'm saying? So we're just gonna try and do a slightly modified version of number two. so calm down. All right. Well, hey Brady, thanks for joining us, man. This is a lot of fun. Oh, I loved it. Thanks you you for some depth. Nice, man. <laughs> Did, I pass? Did I pass? You brought oh, some depth. Some, some, it was some a good treat. bachelorette juicy <laughs> some stuff. Gossip. Yeah, some gossipy stuff. I love it. But gossip man. and depth—that's all we're looking for from our guests. <laughs> yeah, that's that yeah. is
3: literally what I'm paid to be here
0: for. <laughs> all right. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey.
3: I'm Annie F. Downs.
0: And I'm Brady Toops. All right. We will see you all on Friday. Have a good week. Comes, i wondered are we just a puff of smoke yeah. underneath
1: this bed of ashes everything like we were never thank you for listening to the relevant podcast if you like what you heard be sure to leave us a review on itunes check out other shows from the relevant podcast network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com and while you're there browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store Make sure to subscribe to Relevant Magazine. Info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. I'm ready. I'm ready